Hello and welcome to Brown About Town. I'm Jay. I'm Nima. I'm Stacey. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> so should we start with our would you rathers, Nima? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. <coughs> okay, so for you today, I want to ask, would you rather be forced to wear wet socks for the rest of your life? Or be allowed to wash your hair only once a year. Once a year, man. I got psoriasis. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Once a year. Like wet socks. You know what? I've had to like. Okay. So I've worn like Vans, and it's mm-hmm. rained because it's flipping England, and my <laughs> Vans have got soaked all the way through. Like it's not forecast to be rain, and like just having wet shoes and tights for the re- oh god, it's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. It's I, it uncomfortable is, feet is not the one. Oh, it's nasty. I'd and rather when have I watch lots, That makes me so uncomfortable. Nails and feet. I'm like, what are you lot doing? What's I'd have nails and feet. Like when you watch Lost and they're just like running around having a great time, and I'm like, your feet must be gross. How have you got like you're wearing the same nasty shoes? Who's cutting your nails? You ain't got no nail files. You've got yeah, no they're nail probably nail clippers and stuff. Yeah, but come on, nail clippers in Lost. Why are they yeah, not documented then? Because why would that, that be interesting to watch? Because it's interesting to me. But yeah, but you had, they had luggage though. Yeah, they did oh, luggage oh, to begin oh, with. Yeah. But I never watched Lost. It gets more and more feral. Yeah, it's not Ryan Egger. Those nail clippers got lost in the sand, man. Come on, you know when you're on the beach and you lose shit all the time. Yeah. Anyway, um, wet feet is horrible. Yeah, no, I have the, to say I, the other one. I have a thing with my scalp. I I need to wash it. No, I get you, but trust me, wet feet is beat scalp all the time. It really, like some but you wear your, your right hair twenty four seven. You wear socks. You know what? When you can moisturize out. it, and you're self cleaning. When you get to a certain point after a few months, you're not gonna notice. Yeah. No, I will, man. I have a thing with my hair. No, I, I really promise you, Nima. Really like, I, I know this is not about this is not about me. <laughs> a life or death situation. Like, yeah. Like you need to reconsider. <laughs> Yeah, you're wrong. Um, but no, generally, like uncomfortable you feet, it just makes you so angry. Nah, man, I, was, <laughs> I got natural hair. Yes. The growth is a struggle. Yeah, no, I would legit because of the shrinkage, it's really feet. annoying. No, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but okay. yeah. So, should we go on to Brown About Town? Yeah. So What's we're gonna going talk on? about. So I, I guess we're not really talking about what we're gonna do, but we're talking about what we want to do. No, yeah. wait. What we have done, we're gonna talk about what we're gonna do. So okay. New Year's Eve, big pressure. Yeah. Every year, uh, no one knows what they want to do. Mm. What are your guys' plans? Tell us about your bad New Year's Eve, good New Year's Eve. Just tell me everything. In the past, yeah. I don't know. Well, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? Well, I know me and Stacey are going to our uni town. To yeah, it's been three or four years. Oh, yeah. Well, for me, about yeah. three years. I went two years ago. Oh, no, I did too. I don't know why I'm acting like I didn't. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we're going to go back for New Year's Eve night. Mm-hmm. Um, It's a cheap place. Ish. Yeah, cheap. I mean, cheaper than here, London. So, yeah, <laughs> so everywhere is cheaper than. Yeah, <laughs> I hate losing even London unless I'm going to a house party. Even then, man. Yeah, it's long. The whole thing's just long. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to go to a skanky club <laughs> in a different place that's a bit cheap. Yeah. And where you can walk everywhere, a... get a three pound cab. <laughs> it's like oh, yeah. this is the life. With a great music. Whoa, three pound for a cab. Yeah. Well, no, that's no, no, a, no, that's no. but that's a minimum in in other cities though. Yeah, three pounds. Yeah, but in London amazing. it's minimum five. So, like, honestly, like, so in our student city, you could go from like, I mean, city is a very flexible word. <laughs> it's a small place. It's a small town with mm-hmm. a big shopping center, and they've called it a city because it's got a cathedral somewhere. It's a city ish. Yeah, it's like it's a not town London. center surrounded by lots of villages. Yeah, I guess that's what most cities are. That's like. what my union. That's was not like London anyway, but, really. Yeah. Um, but I'm just, you know, London is my base. That's my life. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's fine. Like, and to be honest, like, yeah, we used to live in a student village really far out, as most people do. And from, you can get from, like, we thought this was extortionate rate at the time, but you could get, like, a cab from the city centre to the village for, like, £12. That's so cheap. Oh. And, like, we'd all be, like, six people getting in that cab, like, yeah, £2 yeah. each. Yeah, who wants to share? Who wants to share? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Outside the club. Um, 
we didn't even have have cabs in my university time. <laughs> That's yeah. how country it was. But yeah, anyhow, really? how did you get home like on a horse? Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> someone needed to be driving. They needed yeah. to have a car. I remember we hit, I hitchhiked in America once. Really? Just with some For real? Boys. Have you not yeah. seen? Movies? I hitchhiked quite a few times. Why the whole time I was there, I never done that. Yeah, it's fun. Um, uh, well, do you know what? You can't get anywhere without a car. You're like, you're can you just advent- give me a lift, please? Yeah. <laughs> like a people do. You're a true traveller. No, I am. A hippo. A hippo. Hippie. <laughs> hippo. Hippo. Hippie. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what we're doing for New Year's Eve. There's always a lot of pressure. Nima, do you have any ideas what you um, want to do? I'm hang- definitely just being with family for the most part. Yeah. And um, yeah, so hopefully I should have like both my brothers around so well oh, not hopefully cool. both my brothers are going to be around yeah so um well it's a surprise but by the time this comes out yeah the surprise will be out <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah the surprise will be out so that's fine so um but yeah i'm really excited about that and most the thing is growing up i was most times i was in a church service oh, okay in a crossover service for new yeah. year so that's all i've really known there's only been one time when i was in uni where i just hung out with a friend and her family and that's yeah. about it but i've always known like being a crossover service yeah tame it's weird love it yeah. Or, or religious not is it free yeah. bread and wine yes that's not no no why are you going then <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason people go to church it's yeah. just for the free wine oh, afterwards in the evening yeah probably yeah, yeah. have a little gathering no, but sure no great. yeah um, and we don't even do community anyhow but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it but that'll be fun like I think sometimes you just need to just like stay in oh last year I had the yeah, best time it was so family. fun I went to a sk- skanky club in Wimbledon mm-hmm where it's just like, you know, it's like no one knew what we were doing. And I was like, okay, let's just get the dregs together. And when I say dregs, I mean my close friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we all just went to like this really skanky club. And I was like, let's just get drunk and like hang out and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, we were getting a bus uh, on the way home. And um, it was like, there's this little teenage kids behind us. And then this guy who was, oh, you know, someone's really hot, but like kind of a rude boy kind of thing. He was yeah. a rude boy. He was an adult. He was like 30 probably. But he was just... <laughs> anyway. Roadman? Uh, yeah, I guess so. But he was... um. So these Americans got on and they were just being really annoying, like taking ages to like, they were like, oh, like just taking ages at the front. You know, it's like, it's fucking like four in the morning. Can you like hurry get up? On. And then the girl was like trying to be all social. She's like, I'm trying to get to Argate East. And then the guy was like, I sure you are fam, just sit down. <laughs> it was so funny. I was, and, and I was drunk. So I was just like, ah, <laughs> and then these little teenage kids were like laughing. I was like, who is this guy? You know, just like, oh, I'm very into you right now. I'm like a bus man. <laughs> so rude. You know, like, you're so I love when rude. Americans get told. Yeah. And then like, um, I feel a bit yeah. sorry for him because they really just don't know what they're yeah, doing yeah. here. But like, they, they get the bus, lost. Yeah, but yeah. But it was like, it was like, well, you're in Wimbledon. How are you trying to get to East London right now? Like, I don't know what you're doing. Um, you should have mapped it. When you're traveling, you should map it. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it was hilarious. It, it made me laugh. You know when you're just like, I can't believe that just happened. City mapper is rubbish, by the way. I don't know why you're hiding it. Really it really is, to be honest. And I use it a lot. Yeah, just it's use a true map, man. I use it all the time. It's not complicated. When I help tourists, I'm like, look, flipping get the pink line northbound. They don't understand northbound. So I'm like, whatever. It's very clear. Get the blue line, get the green line this way that way but it says on the map it was saying northbound southbound so like also i don't know it's it easy to put together to i think there'll be a member of staff like if you just say the stop someone will tell you what train to get on it's not that hard yeah very true people are scared of asking i'm like just ask yes just mm. ask. Help you. Just ask i stay asking somebody and it happens to me quite a lot and i'm like what headphones in but like you're still gonna ask me all right then let's do yeah. this <laughs> but oh god the other day sorry I, this is another story but i was on the tube this girl pissed me off so much um so there was a fight on my tube, so it was like delayed for like half an hour because the police had to come or something. And we were just sitting there. What's with people fighting at the t- on the tube? Though? I don't know. Like, oh, it's gets my nerves. But anyway, um, the there was this like posh girl on the tube with her boyfriend, and um, 
she, she was just you know when someone's a bit drunk and a bit loud but like she was really posh and just like oh have you seen this video it's so funny it's so funny and it was just like you know when you're like we're all delayed i'm tired i want to go home it's like midnight mm-hmm. um and it was just like she was on it and she started playing her um this video or like loud and it was like some like it just sounded like a sudden like an american person like clip and she just like ah, it's so funny it was like why is this girl like playing you know why would you play a video out loud on the tube anyway and then I had my headphones on, so I wasn't really listening. But this guy started having a fight with her, and I did turn the music down because let me just <laughs> yeah. And, but then she was like, the guy, the guy was like, "Why are you playing music loud? Like, you know, there's other people on the tube. You can't mm-hmm. just play music." And like, she was like, "Look, like you're being, she, you know, when someone thinks they're right but they're wrong, and they mm-hmm. piss you off." Mm-hmm. And she was just like, "Look, there's just we've just been delayed for like." 20 minutes because people had a fight are you really going to be so aggressive why are you taking such an aggressive tone with me she's like I'm just trying to have a good time I thought you'd be happy that someone's being jovial on the tube and I was like <laughs> oh she was, like people we know. <laughs> oh, she was getting on my nerves oh, so dear. much like you know he just like I was just on this guy's side and he, but he was being quite rude but I was like oh, whatever but she was just like he was like look if you don't turn it off I'm going to take your phone and throw it off the coach <laughs> he was like uh, probably 58 or something and like big white beard he's with his wife oh, and he's like his wife was like um, you know, like he didn't need to be aggressive, but like you know, you're being annoying. But you know, mm-hmm, whatever. Yeah. But the girl was just like, you know, I don't know why you're being so aggressive for me. It's so hard. And blah, blah, blah. You know, this girl. It's like she took this really passive aggressive, annoying tone, as if she didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. As if to the reason that anyone's talking to her is because she's being fucking annoying. Like it's like, oh, it's getting on my nerves. And then when she got off, like it was funny. Like the there was another like, older white woman next to him, and well, there's a woman next to me, and she just got off. when she was getting off. She she went over to the guy and was like, I'm glad you said something, but she was really getting on my nerves. And, like, <laughs> and then when they got off, like um, another woman was like to him she was like she just took that horrible passive aggressive tone as soon as you started talking to her as if like to turn it around on you like and i was like look at everyone on the same yeah. side <laughs> and this girl but you know you just see these people and you're just like i know that she thinks she's right and she's gonna go home and be like all to her friends oh someone tried to argue with me on the tube and i was just like i really she just, spice I just, up that story, i just boy. stood my ground because i just think it's really important that people are jovial at all times i mm, fucking hate her you're and, such like, a you know, debbie down yeah, yeah exactly it was just really getting on my nerves so you know just like oh like this is so rude to like play mm. a video loud on a tube and yeah laugh like scream laugh it's like what are you you're not yeah. in your living room mostly. yeah it's like mm-hmm. just she, like, she broke the rules yeah she broke yeah, the rules but so... then it was like I mean obviously like I wouldn't I wasn't about to start a fight with yeah. her about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's like people on the overground I'm like people in London do not deserve the overground and signal because um, yeah I, I, like come on like sometimes I use the overground and I'm like you lot need to go to wherever this hell is like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like you can you still use headphones just because you've got a signal chill out they're full on like have speaker conversations on speaker on their phone yeah. oh, I play, hate bring tablets and play stuff out loud I'm like I don't want to watch whatever you're watching mm-hmm. nobody wants to know don't play music out loud what's wrong with you yeah. you're right it really annoyed me yeah and mm. overgrounds are just ugh, nightmare anyway but mm. yeah but I don't know why I started talking about that but yeah that's no, not fair enough we've, that, we've yeah. ranted to start with yeah exactly let's system. start with the rant mm-hmm. but should we talk about something that's good the well I don't know how I felt about it but uh, the consented event we went to the yes you know we're always yeah. consented I love them so yeah. much do you mm-hmm. want to talk about consented a bit because I feel okay, like you've so got a little mm-hmm. yeah, love no, story um, yeah she's passionate yeah, about this I just love them and they're amazing but no I just think they're really cool and I think to be honest um, I think Jay kind of came across one of their events and that's how we started to get to know them so they are I assume let me just like chat shit about them um <laughs> we think they are probably born out of um some sort of like soas alumni sort of thing but there's like a a multimedia platform Ooh. which is i think how they self-describe themselves which i was a bit like this is bs but there are multimedia platform because you know they're on social media um they have their own website um they publish articles and news and basically they represent 
um, people that aren't necessarily represented in mainstream media. Mm-hmm. So they will go and review stuff. They will write articles. Uh, they'll put on events. Um, they've started a, a, a hard copy of a magazine that comes out quarterly. Um, just finished four copies. Fifth one's coming out next year. Um, and they're really cool. Like I've been to quite a few of their events now, like maybe three or four, maybe. I'm not really exaggerating. Yeah. But like, I, I think I know enough about them and I follow them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they do stuff like they work with schools. I don't know too much about this because it's just what I've seen on their social media. But they work in schools and kind of, yeah, try and educate um, young people that may not have access to this information. Yeah, um, like a lot of stuff about like colonial history. And yeah. Like, that's what their things are. I think the first thing we went to... Coloniality. No. decoloniality that one <laughs> why am I sounding so ghetto today um, um, just but yeah but the, I think the first event we went to of theirs was um, do you have to be white to be British which was a really good event yeah. that was really good and they were looking that at like English like identity really versus British, British identity and yeah. if English identity even existed which was yeah it was a very interesting um, yeah. and they do like panels and talks and stuff like that and they do workshops and they you know what they cover all those topics that we always bang on about like everything from like masculinity feminism equality um mental health uh i was gonna say general fragility fragility <laughs> oh yeah sorry but you know just like you li- meant fertility or no, fertility? No, no, no. <laughs> but, like, i wouldn't be surprised if they did something on fertility like all these <laughs> things are like they're like sensitive issues in society and they affect a lot of people mm-hmm. um but yeah i think obviously race empire and colonization and decolonization like their main so yeah and they look at politics and you know how our system works and like mm-hmm. what's wrong with it and so i think that they we go to i assume we just go to stuff we're interested in but i've mm-hmm. never gone to something and think and thought I don't understand something and yeah. I think a range of there's a certain type of people that go there mm. but I think it's open to everyone and yeah. they're not like you go to some academics things and they feel too academic or they feel too debatey yeah. this is very chilled and they'll have like Q&As and people tend to be like quite supportive of each other so if you don't understand something I've never been to an event where there's been a troll but I feel like there probably would be somewhere Yeah. but yeah it's like a cool way to just find out about something that you don't know much about and if you're a, a minority or a person from a different background so you know they, they talk about um I don't know how to word it, but they talk about the LGBTQ plus community yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, so they cover as many angles as they can and they always bring in really interesting experts mm. and they're not like flipping, you know, they, they can range from like top level people in the media to like people that are just working in the sector, like like frontline. Yeah. Or mm. people that have studied it. So like if you're interested in contributing with them or writing about anything for them, like they're always looking for contributions, like get in touch with them. Yeah, um, no, I think, um, oh, what was I going to say? So, like, when I was doing... I think the first time I kind of came across them was when I was doing my master's, so it's, like, in social policy, and um, which is mainly sociology. So, like, I was, uh, I don't know, doing lots of research about, like, emerging trends and, like, yeah. things that are going on, like, what people are thinking about. And every time, like, I would, like, pick an essay topic and write something that I was really interested in, they would have articles about the same exactly. thing. And I was like, this is really interesting. This is really cool because what I find like I'll be talking to you about it like talking about my essays or whatever and it's like oh this is so interesting yeah and then there'll be like a really accessible article written about yeah, a similar topic and I was like and this is all really... online and it's yeah. like and they have this really cool policy so I don't think it's an official policy but basically if you can't afford anything that they offer uh, it's not very expensive but I mean yeah like it can be ticket hard for price, students or yeah. any yeah ticket prices for events um, just contact them and if you want to go to an event they will try their very best to make it happen and that I think is they, so it's not like cool. an official policy but I've seen it on a lot of their event information yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, if it's you can't like, afford you... something like let us know and yeah. we'll try and get you there. That so, you know, they, I think they're trying really hard. And like, I think the main thing is, this is not like a, a f- well, it might be, but I don't know, but like, it's not like a professional for-profit thing. It's something that these people are doing in their spare time. Yeah. And they're yeah. getting other professionals and other people that do similar sort of, you know, so there's like lots of different magazines and other platforms that are, are, are set up by different minority groups, you know, like, 
I'm gonna only know the Galdan one, but there's other stuff like yeah. I think Galdan's bigger than them though. Yeah, Um, Yeah, and they they and they link in with them, and they might use experts from them. So like people are doing that, and they're doing it really well. And this is just something like there's room for it, and it's fine. And they're very like yeah. There's a I can see you can see from the contributors and the types of topics they cover, and I think that's why. um, So they put out a magazine, and I've read their the first one I've read is the recent one that's just coming out now, and it's still available online and the race and and empire one. Yeah, the race and empire one, and honestly, I've. Like, I feel like I've been banging one about it to anyone that will listen. I talk about their articles. I've been taking pictures of it and sending it to people that don't yeah, care. Yeah, and I'm forcing yeah, people to adds. read it. Uh, but this magazine, like, honestly, it feels like a book. It feels like a journey. Like, it's been a massive bit of, like, personal growth for me. Yeah. Or just opened my eyes to lots of... Or just made me feel like there's other people going through the same things that I'm going through. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and other people worried or concerned or interested in the same things. And I've learned a lot from it as well. Mm. So this... Um, I have it here. and I'm going to flick through it. And um, so, yeah, like, the magazine is set out. And apparently... Um, they're, they're quite happy I with love this. their format. Yes, She's actually beautiful. looking through it now. So they've and got it's original um, like illustrations and like um, cover art and all that sort of stuff. So they have loads of loads of different people like from like really cool people that like. So I was like texting Jay. I'm like, who's this person? Who's this person? They're like, oh, major sociologist, <laughs> major sociologist. I'm like, shut yeah. up. Um, yeah. So yeah, this the this race and empire one looks at post racial racism as part one. So looking at kind of. Like someone asked me to explain what post-racial racism is and I think I just took it on because I know what it means but it's just looking at this idea that we live in a post-racial society meaning there is no such thing as racism because we're in a multicultural area such as London or Britain mm-hmm. and because we claim it or we have um, a certain number of minority living in the country that we have transcended I love that word I got from the magazine <laughs> word of the year we have transcended like uh, racism and that's not true like m- life is still shit for a lot of people yeah and there's a lot of different type of racism so yeah there's lots of different experiences and like the first thing I opened up like I saw a, an article called don't worry he's alright for a packy and I was like that is my life like, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not just that about specifically being Pakistani um, I can relate to so many articles like pretty much every single article I can relate to on some level yeah. and it's just nice I've never read anything that I feel like was written for me Yeah. like I'm sure a lot of people would feel the same I hope they do but yeah like I flicked through and I was like I full on feel like this thing was written by a bunch of people for whatever my existence or views in life are like yeah. just I don't know like it's I've Any- never I've never you know because we often talk about like when did you first see something that you could relate to on screen and all that sort of stuff and I'm like not very early on in life yeah, yeah. I was forced to believe I could relate to something because it's pushed on to you by society school education yeah, all right. that sort of institution stuff but yeah there's stuff in there like I'm just gonna like read out a couple of they, they've covered such a range of topics um and some of them quite sound harsh but yeah like so they range in their tones and their content but yeah like from the post-racial racism section there's a, a really good article that i liked called what white people say about us behind our backs mm. um very interesting mm. or keep your hands off my purple t-shirt that one really interested me i'm not going to tell you too much about them because i want you to read it yourself yeah i'm actually and, looking at this exactly and there's lots of i learned a lot from this as well and there's lots of things that i never even thought about so there's one about a whole section about empire and the body which looks at again like people's experiences and like the way you don't even realize how i don't know like the 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 f uh, the effects of like colonialism affect you on a day-to-day so like i've been on a journey to decolonize my mind after this yeah and yeah. decolonize my life but i don't know how to do it yeah um and they cover everything from like eco issues like so like problems with colonial tourism colonial um the way like our, things are entrenched in our policy about like being eco-friendly and all that sort of stuff I don't know, I'm not making it sound really... I don't know how to... But yeah, it covers mental health. It covers people from um, just different genders, different... Like, it looks like, like again, like, 
looking at people from like lesbian backgrounds gay backgrounds uh looking at rape and sex like they're not nice words but like it's it, out there and then there's like a really nice positive and i think there's a really i can't remember which one it's called but there's a really cool um article about cryptography is that the right word i don't know what you're talking cryptography about cryptography is, is basically um looking at how um the colonizers basically can um <laughs> how do i put this now um the way they kind of do maps and how maps are kind oh, of yeah. almost oh yeah you spoke about this yes it's under the mapping there's a mapping the world i think it's called the article is called mapping the world and they basically look at how yeah like we don't even realize but like looking at a map it's not it's not how it should be um i feel like you've either mentioned this before yeah i'm not gonna or, talk yeah. i'm gonna stop talking about it because yeah. i think i'm not doing it justice and you know what they even um interview papa oh, okay, you know what i'm gonna have to Ooh, i thought he was the guy from raksu sorry <laughs> Um, the guy that was the first guy to play uh, a black person on a Shakespeare at the Globe. Okay. Wow. Uh, Papa, oh, I'm going to try and say his name. Mm. Esidu. Yeah. Okay. okay. That sounds good. Yeah. But like he went to school with one of the editors or the co-founders. So mm. they just interviewed him and like, yeah, like it was a massive thing at the Royal Shakespeare Company. He was the first black actor to play Hamlet. Like, Wait, Royal how old Royal, is yeah. he? He's probably like in his uh, like... Mm, He's not that old, damn. Mid to late 20s. I was oh, so well. this is just recently. I'm guessing, but like, wow. yeah, no, this happened like a couple of years ago. Like, it was in the news and I just kind of forgot about it. Oh, but yeah, there's like the contemporary so impacts of colonial sexualities. There's just so much stuff I can relate to on so many I'm different I'm going to order like two copies of this and my yeah. brother's going to love this, actually. Um, it's really, really cool. And they've got like, and do you know what? This one's nearly run out, uh, the Race and Empire one, um, because oh, uh, I think it's like their last right one. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's like a, a fiver. And to be fair, it's not, it's not very... And inaccessible and also they have like these deals on that you can buy there they're going to continue doing them and there's a new one coming out in the new year um in january or something um and yet you can like buy um like a section like what do you call it a, a year's a subscription yes and it's like 20 pounds and it doesn't that's for four copies and you don't have to pay postage like that's i bought a copy really right and i posted it to my friend and um the postage was free when i bought it for a fiver and my postage cost more than uh-huh. <laughs> more than what i paid for it so yeah it was cool um, I'm actually ordering so it now. Should we uh, talk <laughs> a bit about the? <laughs> yeah. Should we talk a bit about the event that yes. we went to? Because I, to be honest, wasn't uh, like I wasn't in love with it. So yeah, it, was, it wasn't it was, the best event. Yeah, it was decolonizing uh, solidarity, and um, I guess the issue that kind of came up for me was it's weird because I'm a very hmm, negative, pessimistic. With racism and stuff, I'm just a bit like I'm a bit tired. Like you, like we said um, in the previous episode, it's kind of like I'm kind of a bit tired of. Like my bar for people is really low, and yeah, I don't really trust people to yeah. be on my side or whatever yeah. like that. But it, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of when I was at the event, I was like, I'm not sure about this left wing pessimism. It's getting a yeah, bit much. Like it's a bit. That I was like, I'm not sure if I agree with everything, but it's nice to be challenged. Like because I think we went to one of the first one event we went to, we agreed with everything, and I was like, I've never been in a room where I've agreed with everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's nice to have that range. But again, I think I was a little disengaged. But it's okay to be critical of their stuff. Yeah. Should we maybe just define roughly what they meant by? Uh, solidarity and rethinking it because I was a bit, we were a bit confused when we went. Yeah, so but, go on. So it was basically looking at like um, I, I think a range of solidarity, whether it's like solidarity with people that have been victims of crime or a victim of like hate crimes or victim of police brutality, um, and ranging from that to like solidarity with international causes and events and mm. anti-capitalist stuff. And I think there was a who was there? There was a lady from a charity. Uh, I, she, I think I Nima know. had her notes. She's the brains. She's the yeah. brains. Oh, yeah, uh, but yeah, like they were basically just looking at all types of solidarity in various different forms, and then thinking like, um, how how are we 
how are we acting on solidarity are we doing anything useful and just an open discussion around that and perhaps it was too loose perhaps there wasn't enough structure in that sense perhaps yeah but um, it was um i don't know i just found like the people really negative like to the yeah. point where it was a bit i besides probably am like that as well but it's like oh you know people aren't on our side and like la la la, la and like people like stuff on facebook yeah. but they don't care blah blah you know this is i don't know it was just all a bit like I and, and, I, was, and I was like i, I don't know because i actually asked a question i was like do you have any positive examples of like solidarity yeah. mm-hmm. and they were just like they didn't even answer the question it was just a bit like yeah I it was know just that. like um oh some people on youtube and that's good or something and then the other girl was talking about like because they do workshops or something about um catcalling and she's like people feel empowered after that and i was like yeah okay cool but the well the way you should have answered that question not to be uh yeah not to have to do your job but yeah yeah. but you should have said um we find when we do educational courses and things like that like it kind of gives people insight on stuff and then they get they understand more so like to to build solidarity i guess Mm -hmm. you have to share knowledge yeah and it's just just things like that if it wasn't on subpar with their normal level of like experts or whatever yeah because usually they will have like a strange mix of like someone like super like put together you know like their speeches and stuff then someone that's like yeah i'll just do this and like but it, it comes together nicely yeah but it was a little bit i see what you're saying and i think i got quite upset when someone put their hand up and like shared some experience about like how you know how are we gonna like i think something about making excuses for people that don't understand situations and you know people that can't educate themselves mm-hmm. um and then talking about that and then they went really negative like yeah like in this day and age you can't say you know there's no need to be like racist or ignorant and stuff because you know you ca- you can do everything you can research if you like and how do you teach us or people are like saying how do we teach ourselves about solidarity if we don't know and i was like that's not fair like I, yeah like, but based on my kind of profession and like the, we work with lots of different people that don't have access to that you know it's like there's all types of inequality and it doesn't matter what background you're from like i'm all for supporting minorities but it happens to everyone like not everyone has access to the internet and everyone has access to knowledge and information and if you've been you're living a very different lifestyle where you're just struggling to just make whatever you're doing exactly you're not gonna are you gonna have time to go to library and look at flipping what's happening in syria yeah yeah like Mm. and what are you gonna get mad at like i'm not defending people's hate or ignorance but at the same time like i think solidarity is understanding that like the system is rigged so that people are always kind of out of the loop yeah and you know like the bbc is one of the most biased places and like i will read stuff in there and when i was younger i just took it for face value mm. and only now i'm looking to kind of go elsewhere and like yeah 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 because it, I, everyone has these skills yeah and i was thinking about like so i was talking to um uh older black woman who i know mm. and um so we we're talking about there was it was a while ago that the black lives matter campaign in london england sorry um did a thing where they tried to shut down airports because of climate change and because the impact it has on black people and i was like i understand you know like like you said like international solidarity la 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 um so it makes sense but if you read like these magazines like center you've done a sociology degree oh it makes sense that like the joining up but my colleague was like why are they protesting climate change for a black lives matter thing that doesn't make sense to me and it's just like it makes sense completely that she would be like how is that to do with black people and that's not the struggle that i see it's not it's not connected and it seems like people are kind of like far away from it if that makes mm. sense and i was like I, I i feel like that's the sense i got from this event it's kind of like you're just not you're too academic about it but it's like people do care but you need to make sure that it's still on the page of like where the practical things that people care yeah. about yeah because i, I agree. think people are too deeply rooted in their frontline work or the the kind of campaigning or like you know when they're just like you're too not too woke, they need to but take you're a too step far back. into it. Like yeah, yeah. Exactly. you can't you can't 
you're not opening up to anyone else. Yeah. Like, these people that were there, like they were all there for a reason. They were interested. They wanted to learn more. They were like, mm. how can we help? What yeah. can we do? How can we reassess our situation? There was usually their events are a little bit more like, let's take a step back. Let's think about the bigger picture. How yeah. can we do this? But these people were like sort of very like, like there was this thing about basically getting rid of the whole prison yeah. system and I was like I'm not on chill that. sister like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but that, that I think I appreciated like I understand said, I appreciated it, but I felt like it wasn't perhaps what I was expecting somewhat to hear wasn't fully shared yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, yeah. I was still left wanting really. it was yeah. just like so usually yeah like I mean you can the thing is you could make that argument I don't know I'm uh, look I like I do sociology like mm-hmm. it's all this theory stuff the same stuff that these people were like interested in you're legit in. but mm-hmm. like I'm really keen to make it as practical as possible like when I mm-hmm. write stuff like I make it really like what well, maybe is I'm not I don't like think philosophically I think mm-hmm. practically so yeah. pragmatically so it's like when I write something it'll be like so this is related to this and, and like the, it, that relates to this theory mm-hmm. which is this but anyway but, but yeah like when she was saying prison abolition blah 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 it's like okay cool can you explain it further? Like, because she's like, prison abolition, uh, because racism and, uh, you know, state and control. And it's like, okay, you haven't explained why you want prison. Like, there's a way that you could describe that. And, like, like, in layman like, terms, like, yeah. Like, and even, because I'm I think probably on the side of... I forget to speak in layman terms. Yeah. Like, not everyone is specific to your industry. Yeah. You need to be able to reach out to everybody so yeah. that the more you can engage people the bigger the audience you have to help you fight your cause. But yeah. anyhow. Yeah, because the thing is, that, like, even you, like you said, you're not sure about it, but um, it's like, or, I don't know, with the prison abolition, like, I'm definitely not, uh, I'm into restorative justice. So, like, mm-hmm. where, like, where you give people another chance, you help them, like, while they're in prison, you know, you focus on the problems like learning, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Inve- investment in prisons for not, like, I know that sounds... I don't know if that sounds weird, but like investment in like education things and not prison not being the first option, blah 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 blah. Yeah, I'm all about that. Redefining and if she the was, system. if she's, she didn't even say restorative justice at all. Did yeah, she? The, the, and yeah. that's like a really clear I don't thing. Think I heard it. Yeah, and that, you know, like I'm super interested in like I don't know too much about it academically, but like just from my excessive documentary watching, mm. like I know the prison system doesn't work, and I'm very much mm. like, why is it so biased? Why is the penal system like this? Blah blah blah. Why is it so much bad and worse in this country and that kind of blah all that stuff? But at the same time, I'm like. I'm not saying we can get rid of prisons tomorrow. Like, yeah, the, yeah. Like, and she was very much like all over there. Like tomorrow, prisons are gone. Yeah, we can, we can burn them down. It's like, yeah, that's not how it works. And it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, there's no, the there's nothing in wonder, between. Really. Yeah, I'm on her side. Yeah, yeah, I know I'm on her side, but I yeah. think she didn't. And if you weren't sure, like, for me, she didn't like, pitch I was kind it, of right? like, I don't know about these terms, mm-hmm. and I don't know what I think. But it was a new idea, and I kind of was like, I can resonate with it. However, like, you're not giving me anything to work with. Yeah, I think that's the thing, actually, with these events. And we were talking about this. We went to another event recently, which was good, but it was like three hours late, and it was long, and blah blah. blah mm. I was so annoyed. <laughs> uh, I was, I was pissed off. It was but, like, you know, super ethnic thing, time. Yeah, boy. like but seriously, it was meant to be food. Anyway, but. I wasn't. I was being pretty polite, to be honest. Like, no, I was like not getting angry. Everyone, everyone, was. everyone was being really nice. And this but was a these... room full of ethnic women. Now yes. you know we can have an attitude. Yeah, and it was so. just. Yeah, it was. But the thing is, because we're on their side and we want them to succeed. I'm yeah. like, like generally, I was like, I'm not going to be a dick about this because I want this event to be good and I want yeah. them to have as much support mm-hmm. as possible. And it's like with this event, it's like okay, like if you were a right wing person, you were talking this much bit, bit like not talking it in exactly a practical balanced. way, I'd be really annoyed. Yeah. yeah. And I am annoyed. I mean, obviously, but it's kind of like, you need to, I don't know, there's a way of presenting things and it's like, and I'm sure they will be like, oh, you're trying to colonize the way I do. But I'm like, no, you just need to speak in a practical way. Yeah. yeah we're that, all on the same side. Yeah. And, and, and that's the worst. I think there were quite a few, um, basically white people there and they weren't saying like, usually, you know, it's like, okay, someone needs to shut them down, but they yeah. were full on like, 
open like I do this I do that what can I do like there was lots of and they were just kind of like you know you can tell from their faces when someone is not happy with what they've been asked and like uh, uh, it was rude yeah yeah they were you're the professional you're the expert here they weren't offering much and it's just a shame yeah. because the and, person yeah, is not attacking you like, they're actually okay, looking for a solution yeah just started uni in the first year and came here or just someone that was just like in the area and was like oh let me come and support this thing that I've heard about someone's recommended it to me like if I sent someone to that event by themselves I'd be like oh right sorry yeah that's yeah. not how it is usually actually I think so um we went to I think I don't know if we talked about the Labour Party event we went to oh no we, we did yeah it was yeah. like an anti-racism <laughs> thing it was funny uh no it was funny because me and Nemo were the only brown people there let, let, me, we've got the- let us let us tell you exactly what happened when we walked in so okay. it's in a pub in the Oh, sorry. Let's tell you exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just a warning. (laughs) But um, basically, we walked into a pub in the back or whatever. It had a little divider. Walked through, and um, and literally, it was what was the name of the event again? Um, something about something about racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the Labour Party do about racism? Yeah, racism. Yeah. So, so so obviously, I'm explaining it's going to be like a literally diverse group of people. Yeah. And we walked through the back, and what do we see? It was just, it, it looked like, it was just snowing up in there. Like, <laughs> like um, we walked through, and we were literally the only minorities that walked in. And, and we I were late you, as well. Yeah, and we were late. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, um, y'all, I literally felt like I was in a comedy show, because Jay turned back towards me, and we gave that look like, what? No, it's because they all everyone turned around and like looked at us and then enthusiastically smiled at us. One of the one of the organizers was like, "Come, come, come!" Come, sit on up, real quick. He was like, "Dang, we can't even slide away if we wanted to." And that was like, it was fun. We were the trophy children. It was, it was, yeah, it was. I genuinely just like, you know, you get that fight or flight feeling. Like, am I leaving? Anyway, but anyway, it was fine. Like, it was fine event. But like, so we got broken to groups at the end and we're talking about like what the Labour Party could do about racism mm-hmm. and um, so I was being quite practical because again I'm practical and I was like yeah. oh an issue I think is gentrification mm-hmm. that's a problem um, but the way that you have to frame that isn't about like you know stopping middle class people moving in you have to frame it of like you have to keep affordable housing in the area make sure that local people cater for that's more relatable yeah, to exactly. everyday person yeah and I was like oh and there's like these um this housing law it's called like S106 which is basically each new development has to have a certain amount of affordable housing in it and mm-hmm. but companies can get around that really easily so I was saying that they should um like make sure like put a campaign about when companies get around it and like get people behind like you know get Labour Party members and other members because everyone I think a lot of people would be happy to go against the developer for getting rid of affordable housing like that's not yeah, a problem of course, yeah, if no they understood yeah. Yeah. And, so, and, and that's and I was like and that will probably in an ethnic uh, minority area mm-hmm. like in areas in London that will actually support minorities but not in that kind of obvious like we're helping black people we're helping Asian people yeah because the like, moment you do that yeah, yeah, that's problem. Yeah. and it helps everyone yeah. yeah anyway and I was like well, to me I almost gave myself a round of applause I'm like god no, I'm so, you, I'm you so sounded clever. so good yeah. like you sounded better than god forgive me but like some yes. other people there yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then but okay so we did that and I was like oh that's pretty practical we also talked about some diversity in, like initiatives for like how to get more or yeah, anyway more. but and also that was quite practical as well but yeah. then there was another group and by at the end some more ethnics had come in and like <laughs> thank um, god but the guy, this guy oh he pissed me off because not pissed me off yeah he did piss me off he was just like they were like oh talk about what you want no like, oh well we didn't talk much because i was saying that you can't really start uh dismantling racism until you think about the imperialism within the country blah, 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 was this blah, blah, blah. obama 
Yeah, Obama. Oh, <laughs> That's what um, Nima called him. Oh, <laughs> but you, roll you, my you, eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you know when you're like, okay, yeah, 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 cool. I'm on the same stage. Like imperialism, colonialism. I'm, I'm pissed off with it. I don't not like. But, it. Not but what I'm we're also about. like, we're trying to think of practical things to actually try and. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's different elements of it. Like there's the the philosophical side which I love, mm-hmm, but there's mm-hmm. also the practical side which you have to talk about. So actually help in. fix it. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I think people get caught up in that and they're just like, I just want to talk about that. And I am a, a um, I would say that I've done that before as well, where I'm just like, you know, all of you are like this mm-hmm. and everyone's like that. Yeah. But that's not how you should be acting because it one alienates people. Mm-hmm. Two, you don't actually get any solutions. And I think mm-hmm. we're like. I don't know. I'm seeing it a lot in groups I'm with mm. and I don't like it. <laughs> no, I don't really know where to go from that. No, I'm but I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I just ranted, I think, again. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. I think we all sort of agree and it's like, okay, it's hard not to be mad mm. um, and be woke and mad, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, like, yeah, it's not... Because they were very much like... I think someone asked, like, how do you basically... In not so many words, they were like, how do you basically get yourself woke? And they were like, that's your thing, mate. Sort it out yourself. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's not what we came here for. Yeah. Like, people are asking about information and learning and sharing and... Yeah, how that's do you... great. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's really the guy in thing. the front, right? Maybe. But they're, like, best stush about it, basically. Yeah, no. no I, I felt think... like a lot of... Yeah, to, be sincere, <laughs> I, to be sincere, I agree, because there were a lot of times questions were asked. And legit questions. I felt like it was almost like... Like, like you said, like, they were just like, yeah, we don't want to answer that, but I want to talk about this. Yeah. Do you know, like, I didn't feel like it was... Un- I don't, I'm not going to lie. I did lose... Oh, I feel like I'm bashing them. But yeah, we're not yeah, bashing. Through, but yeah, but yeah. I honestly... I know I switched off a cute good amount of times because I'm like that. I'm like, if I hear too much either negativity or it's not progressing, I don't see a point for the conversation to continue. Like, yeah. we need things to be pushing forward. Yeah. <laughs> like, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah. Yeah. And I think the only question that I was like, why are you not reacting so much to this? Yeah. So one of the... Um, people in the audience put their hand up and was just like basically had a rant and I was like fair enough um Mm. about basically how we are not all like we talk about all the solidarity and being ethical and stuff but we're all sitting here with our phones and we're going to use Uber and no one cares about Uber and I was like I don't know you're fixating on Uber but fair enough yeah like I get it we all have that same guilt and rather than putting it in a positive or a youthful way and be like oh we all have this guilt like you know how can we kind of and they were just full on like yeah oh my god and it's like what mm. guys like come on say something yeah useful. but like, then, i have this guilt then, all the time but then uh one of the guys uh what's his name adam something uh the speakers um sorry uh they, they just give me a pervy look because <laughs> the he's hot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the i didn't yeah. say nothing and yeah. you know he's been at two events we've yeah, been yeah, to yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah the late yeah, yeah anyway he's been looking um, but if he it, happens to be listening what up though yeah <laughs> What you're saying, Adam. What's good? <laughs> I was going to say something perfect. But you can always myself. come and yeah. speak with us. Uh, you can brown about my town, you know. <laughs> Don't need a map for that place. Hey, hey, that, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, anyway, anyway, so um, anyway, anyway, but he did actually say, make He's a, a very point. intelligent, professional young person. Yeah, exactly. It's always nice to see. Okay, that's Yeah, nothing. that's the thing yeah. there. <laughs> He's an actual person, yeah. so let's not. Um, yeah, but uh, be respectful. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> he made a good point. He was the most positive person there. Yeah, no, did you see his face sometimes? I smiling, like he was like, sorry. Did you see his face sometimes? I reckon in his head he was like, 
Yeah. Where's my Uber? Yeah. Like, Low key. Yeah. No, but he um no, but he made a good point about that. I think he was saying like uh that we live in a system of capitalism basically, and yeah. it's abolitionists uh, during slave times. Mm-hmm. That sounded really basic when I just said that. <laughs> no, no. Thank you for explaining that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome um, for our listeners. Anyway, so he they were like um. What am I saying? Yeah, he was like, they lived in a system of slavery. So he's like, I'm sure that they probably ate some cake with some sugar in it, which came from slavery. I'm sure their shirts were made of cotton. True because they, 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 he's just like, mm-hmm. you know, and we live in a capitalist society. Like we need, you know. I to mean, survive, we yeah, need like, these things. Yeah, it's like, we can't, you can't reject a system, but it doesn't mean that you're not against exactly. it. Like it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't. And people were oppressed that were oppressed by that system. I'm sure if they had the opportunity or when they did, they would obviously use the products of like, that, yeah, you know, that they were probably oh, against yeah. but it's like what do you want us to do like yeah, like, no, leave not us that I wasn't there but you know yeah. what do you want them to do like yeah their struggle is no yeah your struggle is your struggle yeah exactly yeah. And, and like I think to argue that you, oh I've got a pen therefore I'm against pencils it's like shut yeah. up like, no, and then they got into a really I don't unuseful, know what that was but, it yeah. <laughs> then they got into a really unuseful conversation about um, like boycotting and stuff like that and I always relate it to like pro-Palestine stuff with like boycott boycotting dive divesting divesting and sanctions yeah and i just think you've got to pick your battles and i'm kind of like i didn't contribute because mm. i just didn't really think it was an open space to do that yeah but i was like yeah so like i'm very passionate about pro-palestine stuff but you know i would love to boycott everything but i can't the mm. list is endless and you know there'll be like a uh, there'll be you know the pro-palestine stuff you can download it in most places they'll have like a big card of like don't buy any of this stuff but if you delve into it at least like one in three of those companies would be owned by like an, a company that owns like four other, like yeah, it's just yeah. it's a yeah, mind it's a parent company. Yeah. so like oh. I think you have to either pick something that you're really passionate about and stick to boycotting that if you'd want to um, or go with whatever the mass I think the mass targeting campaigning works mm-hmm. so and BDS does work because um, you know like in that context like the pro-Palestine stuff like it has impacted Israel's economy yeah. and there's like good like academic articles referencing financial records and stuff like that and being like it's working yeah. they're not happy but the thing mm-hmm. is ban it everywhere but the thing is with that I like I think targeted by boycotts are what makes sense it's like exactly. okay like yeah, okay all I of us agree. boycott Starbucks for six months yeah they will listen like not buying Starbucks is not going to do anything yeah exactly not one but like if there's like when there was a tax one where people actually started to stop going there and started going to Costa all the time and then they changed something they did change something but that's because it has to be targeted and it can't just be like you can't just casually boycott like one person but if there's an actual campaign about one thing that can actually really make an impact we've talked about this for quite a long time we've got about yeah so should we move on to the next Snap, crackle, and pop. I think it might yeah. just be a list of Stacey talking about things because we don't yeah. have much time. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, snap, crackle, and pop culture. Um, it's just me gonna be telling you stuff, right? So this is like a roundup bulletin. Chill mm. out, sit down, have a cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, Tell it to us, it's just like it's coming up to Christmas and New Year, and you might be visiting friends and family. And I just want to make you bloody aware of this nonsense. So I read this <laughs> on BuzzFeed News, which I don't like to be proud and say that's my source of news, but it came up. Uh, apparently, Airbnbs, like this, has been a growing number of like reports and complaints that there's cameras in lots of Airbnbs, and I don't know if it's specific to one location, but just be wary, guys. Um, mm. in um your uh, accommodation. And they often look like really small, tiny, white, clear-looking speakers. They don't often look like cameras. Um, they look like motion detectors. They look like alarms. If you see something and you're not happy, like, report it. Maybe just cover it with something. And, like, maybe ask about that stuff before. It, like, if you want to contact the person you're staying with and say, do you have any of this stuff? So you you go in aware. Maybe, I'm not saying, like, be super paranoid. But, like, apparently the problem is, like, it's in bathrooms and bedrooms as well. So maybe Whoa. just have a quick scan. Like, in the pictures on the article I saw, they were, like, near curtains or, like, in really obscure places. That's so weird. perhaps just, yeah, like, it's mess 
messed up. Was it for? People basically they don't doing bad people. things or trust not trusting people. I, I don't know. Like I don't. But wanna... then don't put your stuff on Airbnb. Then if that's the yeah, case. or it, and but you know it's like there's policies and shit in place. Or yeah. maybe it's like a really gross pervy thing. But like yeah, whatever. Either way, the flip. Yeah, I've never used it. You know. Me neither. I've always thought it well, looked like one a time Disney when we went idea. to Edinburgh. Oh yeah, I have. Sorry, but I think we were good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, two yeah. duvets, we we're fine. Yeah, two duvets. <laughs> duvets. Um, okay, what else is happening? Um, oh, this is a nice fun thing. Um, I'm in Australia, stupid sometimes. However, well, most times yeah. they're be- they're being cool now. They've finally passed marriage Shout equality. Out to no. Yeah, yeah. So go Australia. Yeah. Um, happy Christmas there. Yeah, yeah. And a happy New Year. Yes. Um, so yeah, have like, a gay old time. Barbie on the beach. <laughs> yeah, Barbie. You're yeah. gonna go for a Barbie. <laughs> um, I thought it was really cool, and I was just like, I'm a bit like, oh god, you guys are catching up. But at the same time, it's happening, so yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Also, the process was it had to be like a, it was a referendum, which I thought oh, was a bit god. stupid. But, but I'm glad, like you know, they didn't have a Brexit situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like no <laughs> gay. Like, all the straight people go home wherever you yeah, come yeah, from. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, be a fan. Um, but you know, that's really cool. Um, I don't know when it's gonna come into practice and everything, but like people are very happy. That's a massive step. Yeah, I saw forward. pictures of that. But yeah, go on. Um, oh, and this is cracking up. So we've been talking about this a few weeks ago. So I don't know what happened. They didn't talk about it, but Loki finally got his fire in the booth part two. Yeah, so he was on Charlie Sloth and he just went straight in. There was no chit chat, none of this like because he wrote this open letter. It was like to Charlie Sloth and like, mate, why are you ignoring me? Post Grenfell, like, let me do fire in the booth. Like, yeah. add four million views, whatever. So he's in there and he did it. Um, and then I was like, that's fine, that's cool. I didn't even listen to all of it. I listened to like five, first five minutes and I was like, I'll come back to it. Mm-hmm. And then I read this article, um, which was just hilarious. So apparently a Oh God, I don't even want to say the wrong thing, but like a a pro Zionist sort of like Jewish group of some sort yeah. said that he said a racial slur against Jewish people, which he didn't because he posted the lyrics before this all happened. Yeah, and okay, he, apparently he said Cosa Nostra, which I looked up, um, which actually means that's referencing the Sicilian mafia. Oh, okay, okay, hmm. I don't think that has anything to do with anything offensive. <laughs> and then and they said he said Kosher Nostra. I don't know what that means, but it's offensive. Oh, okay. Um. I hope I didn't say something I shouldn't have said, but like, yeah, yeah. just for, you know, the point of like journalism and shit. <laughs> I said it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, apparently that's really offensive. And like, he clearly posted the lyrics before and yeah. And I was following like a thread on guerrilla feminism Instagram. Mm-hmm. So check it out on there. Um, and people were like, yeah, he didn't say that or something. Yeah, yeah. Like that. And it was just like, no, no, it wasn't on guerrilla feminism. I lied. It was on, is it THT clothing? I don't know. I'm gonna stop talking if I don't know the facts about life. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, like it was just like I'm sure if you Google it, it will come up. But um, that really annoyed me. I was like, leave Loki alone. You know, I love that. I, I don't yeah. think he'd be someone that would like use a slur. Why would he do? Yeah, like he he promotes. He's like, very conscious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he obviously posted the lyrics. I'm glad he did because they yeah. were like he clearly mm-hmm. didn't say that. So, Smart guy. So I don't know what's gonna happen. Backtracking, but beef things happened. They tried it. Yeah, they did. Um, but yeah, that's the roundup of snap, parkour, and pop. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Do we have any rants this week? I have a little rant, but you guys don't do? Uh, I think you're good. Let's, yeah. see, let's see what you got to say. Oh, yeah. Okay. So my rant is, and I forgot about this in life, because I don't, it doesn't have that much, but basically I'm mixed race, a woman of colour. <laughs> really? I, I have curly notice. hair. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. Uh, My hair is quite easy to straighten. I used to straighten it every day, but I've stopped doing that. Due to That's a lot of heat. Yes, I used to. Um, And anyway, but so I often go to like, just white hairdressers or normal like whatever like high street hairdresser mm-hmm. because uh they can do my hair it's easy i just want like a trim usually mm-hmm. um but often i turn up and the way i'm treated is fucking ridiculous like genuinely you know you're like, mm-hmm. okay like once i went at my uni in my uni town i went and the woman literally almost had a panic attack when i walked in <laughs> i swear she was just like oh um are you are you jay oh okay um 
uh, <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> she's like, uh, your hair's quite curly, uh, so it might take a bit longer, but yeah, it's okay. And I was like, what? I was like, yeah, yeah, Absolutely. it's fine. Like, just straighten it. Like, yeah. it's fine. Tiffany, it's I did it's touch just... your hair when I first met you and was like, this is a great weave. Yeah. It... <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, this is not a weave. I was like, really? Yeah. Let me tug on it then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, my life. Um, <laughs> summarised by Stacey. Uh, yeah, and then I was just like, fuck's sake. Anyway, she's just weird and they're really uncomfortable and then they start doing it and realise it's not that hard and then it's fine. But it's just yeah. like, that initial thing is really awkward. Mm-hmm. And then it happened to me recently. I went somewhere else uh and just I went in and they just started oh god um, <laughs> I'm hungry <laughs> no I went in and it was just like they they just looked at me for ages and then um, they just went and whispered for ages and like oh two god, two wow. people in the back as if and they you were would just know. like oh do you have time to do this oh my god so annoying for like 10 50 10 minutes and then I was sitting there and they weren't saying anything to me they're like oh he's gonna do your hair instead and I was like okay and then he was doing it and it was just again my hair is not hard to do like you just wash it brush it straighten it like blow dry it and then cut it and it was fine but it was just like it was it's really shit haircut as well because it was like they were just really uncomfortable and all this Mm. stuff and then I don't know like I often go to Croydon to Mm -hmm. go get my hair done because they have mixed race stylists mm-hmm. uh, like in a high street one but like make sure stylists and customers and you know like you can tell they do it often is not a yeah. big deal to them yeah but it's just like i don't know it's just really like it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable like what like why have i been made to feel like this yeah mm-hmm. like it's unnecessary like i've been told that people who've been charged extra because their hair's curly like all this really? other all this other crap oh, and you're not alone to start, like, yeah, i don't yeah. even have afro-caribbean hair but mm-hmm. yeah like i've been to hairdressers and all the time i've had really bad haircuts and like i just have normal south asian hair like here hair, yeah. hair. Mm-hmm. um and you can tell if it's not cut straight and it's cut badly mm-hmm. um it's uneven and i'm always paranoid about it being cut straight because yeah. it's happened to me so many times so then i have to go back and get it evened out and i've been told like oh yeah we'll fix it and i'm like well one you've taken off too much length yeah and you've ruined my hair and you've not done it well and then um and now you're coming back and giving me the cheek to say oh i'm gonna be so gracious and fix it for you it's not the haircut i wanted and then i was told that i should always book a senior hairstylist i've also told i should book someone that um cuts afro-caribbean hair i'm like my hair like my hair is naturally quite curly but it's not that big a deal people have like like when you sit down and the first thing you say oh god you have a lot of hair and i'm like for fuck's sake yeah (laughs) Do you have a lot of skills? Like I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like all like they just they're just like oh this is gonna and you can tell like um you know people have straight offered to straighten my hair like in hairdressers and I'm like you're gonna regret that because mm. it takes a long time to do my hair. Yeah. But you know it's like it's fine. I have a lot of hair. It's, it's not any more than anyone else's hair. Mm-hmm. It just takes like 10, 15, 20 minutes extra or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just because you don't have the skills to do it. That's not my problem. So yes, I've been like to be fair, the, the best haircut I've ever had was from a stylist. Why? But yeah. she said like I usually do cut Afro Caribbean hair. But I think that doesn't mean anything. She yeah. just says I'm used to dealing with thick hair and curly hair. And yeah. I was like, that's mm-hmm. fine. But also, she cuts anyone's hair. She worked mm-hmm. in her hair places. But I've been told, like, yeah, you should request someone from um, that cuts that sort of hair. And mm-hmm. often, like you said, it costs more money. I'm not paying more money for a senior stylist or blah, blah, blah. I should be able to get a bog standard haircut because I just want a bog standard haircut. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not asking for... Ask, asking. I'm not asking. <laughs> I'm sorry, I really could in there. Um, no, I'm not asking for anything special. Like, it's really not hard. And it's just, yeah, it just... And I feel like it's a nice standard. I feel like standard if you Like, I feel, like, 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 if I feel like I'm paying premium for a service and then, like, it's just humiliating. It's like, yeah, why it's are you treating me like this? Yeah, it's just, it's meant to be a relaxing experience and it's just really... Yes. Yes. Oh, hair is... Yeah, it's yeah. actually really horrible. I hate it. Like, yeah, and it's just gets on my nerves because it's just unnecessary. Because I've been to so... I've had, like, mainly white hairdressers and it's not a problem. 
I know that they it can do it. It shouldn't be a problem. It isn't a problem. And I know They're that just they can making do it. it an yeah, issue. Yeah, but I, like, that's the thing that just gets me. When it happens at high-end ones, I get even more mad. Like, not that it shouldn't matter. All the more like, reason they should be. Yeah. I just feel like if you're a hairdresser, if you claim to be a proper hair qualified, maybe yeah. this is just my opinion, but like, you should be able to do like all types of hair. I guarantee you might not be exposed to all types of hair, but you shouldn't yeah, so be acting like you finna have a heart yeah. stroke yeah. or a heart attack. I think a heart attack. You shouldn't be making someone else feel uncomfortable. You're yeah. Professional. Yeah, that's, a, that's the worst thing about it. Yeah. yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, it's just, you could say, oh, I'm not used to, you just talk to me, I'm a fucking person. Like, you just be mm-hmm. like, oh, your, do you usually get your or hair done? Or refer to someone you know who can, who can do it better. Opportunity policy, when people book, just ask them what type of hair they have. So I book places yeah, where they're the, really strict about length. So they want to know exactly what type of length you have. They want to know exactly what you want to have done. For example, a reshape, restyle, whatever. And they'll explain that to you. And they want to know what type of hair you have. And that's fine with me. Because I'm like, that's fine. And yeah, like, I'll tell you. They'll make sure yeah. they know and, what and they're doing. they sometimes ask if you have had a certain person before. Because they're like, we're happy to put you with this person you had before. That makes sense. Or if you want a certain type of stylist. And this is a place where they charge the same for mm-hmm. everything, which is quite cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's overpriced, but I like that there's there's a quality in that sense. But yeah, they will like, if you want someone that cuts curly hair or whatever, thin hair, that's fine. We'll do it for you. But yeah, they ask all that stuff and that's really cool. Mm. But just, it annoys me because I've had such bad experiences of hair and colour and styling yeah. and cutting. Yeah, tell me. Yeah. It's just <laughs> a lot. It's just... And when, you know what? Also, another mini rant. When hairdressers don't listen to what you say, I go in, I know what my hair's like. I know what I want. <laughs> I didn't ask for your opinion. I will go in at times and be like, what do you think I should have done? But I won't because I don't trust them. Yeah. Mm. Crazy bastards. Um, but yeah, they'll full on be like, no, that's not going to work for you. That's not going to suit your hair. You shouldn't do that. And I'm like, Am I paying you or you pay me? I don't understand. Yeah. You pay me to do my hair. No, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. Carry on cutting like I told you then, didn't it? <laughs> do yeah. what you're Yeah, and like, I don't know. Like, um, so a friend of a friend had a really horrible haircut. She like had really long hair and she didn't want short hair and she came out with short hair. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, are no. you suing? What is happening? Yeah, yeah. Mariah's no, number, please. that's yeah, like, mess. suing oh. for wasting my hair. Yeah, oh. like you can't get your, you know, people are like, oh, your hair will grow out. I'm like, you can't, it's it's about like respect and boundaries. Someone mm. violated you. Like you, I, no, it's true. Like yeah, so yeah. I've gone in and said a trim no, and I'm like, I've said like half an inch and they pull up and they're like, whatever Ooh. I'm showing like they pull up a certain amount and they ignore you if I've said an I exact amount like I like the hairdressers that are like by the way you've asked for an inch off an inch is this much are you okay with that that's fine with me like yeah. double checking is okay mm-hmm. but don't do more or less and it's like if you don't know this... how to cut in a straight line yeah it's, it's professionalism and when you know what you're talking about so for example nonsense but like I like my hair cut blunt at the bottom because yeah. I straighten the hell out of it yeah. and like hairdressers will do that choppy nice thing and like that doesn't cut your it doesn't give you the fresh cut yeah. so if you want like no split ends like it doesn't look very pretty but I like it and I'm happy with it and they will just judge me and I'm not happy about it because it makes their hair cut look bad I'm like I'm not an advert for you Yeah, I've asked mm. you to do something and they will just grunt and moan and like flip in and I'm like can you stop kicking your heels? Like, just do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and you get like so much attitude because I'm like, I just told you what I wanted. I know exactly how I want it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just do it's, it. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. Like, just need to stop violating people, okay? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I guess that's the end of that. But I guess shout out but to... But your hair looks great anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, shout out to the good hairdressers and good hair yes. products. That's yes. my happy thing for this week. Yeah, people like, that can cut hair. Like, yeah, like, because it's really nice when you feel good and you can swish your hair about. Oh, yeah. And it's just like... And you've got what you paid for. Yeah. We have to go back to Groupon and ask for credits. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I guess that's the end of our show. Um, So I've been Jay. I've been Nima. Stacey. Peace out. Happy New Year. Oh yeah, Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, there's like bougie white people that just eat like seeds. No, I'm like, no thank you. (laughs) Like nuts that I should eat with that salt, but I try not to. I don't think I've like this hummus thing from yeah. Holland and Barrett. Yeah, it was fun. Hummus chips, hummus chips, oh, really? lentil chips. I've been oh, I've been 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 I've been